Man, if you want to get a bunch of friends, I can't even tell you how important this is for people that are feeling like they don't have friends, okay? So I'm going to go see, Lord, what can I do today to add softness or strength to somebody who needs it? To step in and help them if they're struggling or to really affirm them. What if you could learn some basic information about personality types and you could use that information to improve the relationships around you? Well, we have Dr. John Trent here to help you do just that. This is Focus on the Family. We'll be talking about his book, The Two Sides of Love. Your host is Focus President, Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. Hey, John, I'm looking forward to this discussion because Dr. John Trent always has such great insights and fun. Yeah. He's a fun guy to be with, and he's going to open our eyes up to how to improve those relationships around you. He first wrote about The Two Sides of Love in 1990 with the late Gary Smalley, and of course, uh, Gary's son, Greg, is here on staff mm-hmm. running our marriage area. Uh, the book's been newly updated, and uh, we are grateful for the partnership with John. And uh, John, it is great to have you back here Hey, Focus. thank you. What an honor <laughs> to be with both of you. Thank you. All right, let's reach back yeah. in the time capsule. Where did that uh, idea come from, the two sides of love? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. The book has been out for a while, but there's a whole generation that have never heard of it, don't it? You know, two <laughs> that, sides of love. You know love. what that means? It means we're getting old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but really and truly, this is a book about loneliness in yeah. a lot of ways, in the standpoint that hmm. you know the stats. I mean, in the last seven years, you know, the suicide rate for adults is up 34%. Amazing. It's up almost 70% for adolescents. A uh, recent study that just came out was, um, you know, 10 years ago, the average person said they had three, sometimes four really good friends. Now it's one, if that, you know, but there's still this deep need for relationships, but it's almost like, well, wait a minute, we're not doing it. And I mean, the top shows are these TV shows where you get a you know a bunch of people kind of like Psych and Monk and they, you know, these people that don't kind of don't like each other. And then over the show, they get to be best friends. And you're like, why can't I do that? Or in a marriage, you know, how can I, you know, I, so many of us, we get married and man, we think this is going to be awesome. And these differences just beat us down. So that's what we'll really get to, you know, the book, The Two Sides of Love is uh, really going to be a fun way, I think, to talk about, you know, how do we, uh, how to be relational. But where this all began was I'm in my doctoral program. Okay. And I'm working, trying to help this couple and they're in huge trouble. And um, do you know what clinicals are? Uh, used to be we'd get cassette tapes. Now I just finished five years at Moody teaching counselors. And uh, now I teach it at Phoenix Seminary and Dallas Seminary this year. And now you use video cameras, right? And high tech stuff. But this was a cassette tape. So picture there's eight doctoral students. There's this professor, middle aged guy, uh, losing his hair, wearing a sweater, and I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing this tape of this couple, and I know I wasn't helping. So you them. recorded the counseling session, well, you, you, and you're, ga- you're having it reviewed. Yeah, you're having it reviewed. Oh. You've got these other doctors, and they're supposed to listen to you and then offer suggestions. Right? Here's what happens. Okay, and this is where the whole book came from. Is I'm sitting there, and I know I wasn't helping them a lot. You know, and they had so many differences. I mean, the only thing they had in common is they were both married on the same day. You, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? Okay. Um, and just very different. And those differences were so just, you know, killing him. Well, I'm playing the tape and I'm thinking I'm doing a pretty good job. Well, he gets up from where he's sitting up. He stands up right in the middle of the deal and he walks around and the cassette tapes right in front of me. 
Okay, the, the, player. the player. Yeah. Okay, and he slams his hand down on the cassette player, which stops the player. You know, and I jump back, and everybody's down, and he goes, "You will never help this couple, never." You know, and I'm just sitting there. I'm a student. You know, I'm like, you know, he's never been this way. He's never been real dramatic. And he goes, "Do you know why?" And I go, "Well, no." And unless you can help him access his soft side and help her access her hard side, they will never move. If you don't help this couple bend, they're going to break apart. Hmm. And then he leaves. <laughs> wow, it's pretty dramatic. I know. And and these other students, you know, were like, and then we realize he's not coming back. <laughs> And so they all leave. Nobody says anything to me. I didn't want to say anything to anybody. But I remember walking out and driving home and I'm thinking, gosh, did I just flunk the test or whatever? You know, but, but the, <laughs> the point is, is I began to think about it and pray about it. And all of a sudden look at, at the reality is, is, oh, my goodness, guess what real love is, is yeah. it's getting to love like Jesus. And when Jesus loves us, he does that with kind of the soft side and uh, there's softness and strength, softness and strength. And so we'll get into some of that. And well, that's do good. You, I mean, that's what yeah. we're here to do. And I think uh, that goes back to a classic uh, comparison that you have on personality types. Yeah. And we want to get into that. Yeah. You, know, you say there are a number of animal types, if I remember correctly. Well, you, know, you did so picture, the beaver, the yeah, otter, all the gold. Yeah. yeah. Well, picture, um, so, you know, as I'm thinking about, I got to help this couple, right? And they're stuck and hurting. So the first thing is, is I wanted them to, to realize, man, the more you look at Jesus, the more you're able to look at his love, the more you see, you know, he's the lion of Judah and the lamb of God. But the problem was for both of them, they were just stuck, right? One of them was at the North Pole, one of them was at the South Pole. Yeah. And it was because basically they had moved to such an extreme. He had become all hard side thinking, well, I'm so ticked. She had become softer and softer thinking, well, if I get softer, that's going to change him. But it wasn't. And now they're stuck and there's no growth. And, and so first thing is, man, you know, help them understand who Jesus is. But then the second thing is, is help them understand, well, who are they? Who are their strengths? And that's where we came up with this personality deal. Well, let's hit those types yeah. because people are listening and I'm sure they're thinking, where do I fall? But yeah. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Well, you don't is. really need to take a test well, at all. No, we have this really cool test in the book that you can go online and find out. But picture this. So there's there's um, some of us are what we call lions. And these are the people that are take charge, assertive, charge up the hill. If you have a lion child, they're the ones that are letting you live at home. Hmm. You, you know what I mean? They're, they're the boss, you know. Um, but they're really good giving at, at giving what side of love? The hard side of love. Hmm, right. Really good at that, right? And then there's a group of people that are what we call beavers. Guess what's on the class ring at MIT? A beaver. Guess right, what's really? on the class ring at Caltech? A beaver, because they're like God's little architects. They're detailed and they're precise and they balance the checkbook, you know, and um, <laughs> and they want the string to go, you know, uh, they have a string going down with a ball because when you park the car, it's got to go right there, back up, back up, back up, right there. You know? <laughs> so, but they're real what? Real strong. Yeah. But they're doing it from a different place, right? These people, it's force of character, the lions. Okay. Hey, this and these people, the beavers are really good at what? You know, hey, this is the right way. And what happens if you're a lion beaver or a beaver lion? You're well, that all means, hard hey, side. there's a right way and it's my way, you know? And that's <laughs> the way this guy was I was working with. He was all hard side. 
okay? So picture that. So there's lions, there's the detail, organized, precise, follow through people. And then there's two personality types that are really good at giving what? The soft side of love. So one of them is the otters. I mean, they're fun-loving, enthusiastic. Um, they don't balance the checkbook. They just switch banks, uh, basically. You know? and then, um, Have you done that? I've yeah, done that. Yeah, okay, they, good. Know, they know Years thousands ago. of people. They just don't know anybody's name, uh, which is why everybody they call everybody bro. Hey, bro. You know, <laughs> sweetheart. Hey, sweetheart. And, uh, and they have to pollinate the whole room, you know. But it's relationships, relationships. You know, oh, we can get along you know, and, but they communicate a lot of connection, a lot of softness. Well, wait a minute. There's also the golden retrievers and they're awesome. I mean, if you have a golden retriever, these are the kids that send themselves to timeout. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Um, lions send you to timeout and you better like it, you know, but the golden retrievers are sensitive. They're caring. They're compassionate, loyal. Uh, loyal. Yeah. Um, they're awesome. Now they can be great leaders. I, I did a deal for the 82nd airborne. It was all sergeants, you know, so you'd think, all right, 82nd Airborne, Ranger tab, blouse boots, tip of the spear. You're thinking they're all going to be what? Lions, charge Absolutely. up the hill. No, these are sergeants. Okay. Wasn't the, all of the officers were lions, but guess what? All but two of them uh, were golden retrievers. Is that right? That's because what? I'm going to execute the mission, but I'm going to try to do my best to get everybody back Take home. Take care of everybody. Yeah. And so they're mm. great at team building. But what happens when you're Jim Daly and you've got you know a <laughs> lot of golden retriever, but you have a lot of otter and lion? Because everybody's kind of a mix of these. Do you see what I mean? Well, I had the ball um, in the garage, but it fell off the string. Yes. I, ha I haven't replaced it yet. I have to admit <laughs> What does that say about thing? me? I don't oh, know. That's not good. Okay. <laughs> I've got, but, I'm sitting here the whole time thinking, i got to put that ball back up. I you can, put that you can ball let go of the up. details. Jim. Should I let go of that? Yeah. Okay. And John does such a great job of <laughs> just being able to communicate again, warmth, but man, he moves things along. You know, we got to get this thing done. So, so those are the four person, lions, otters, golden retrievers, and beavers. But they really, you know, when you look at it, man, we need to learn how to blend differences, but also how to bend. And that's what the book's all about. Well, the obvious question too is, where was Jesus in this? Yeah. What was his type? Yeah. Well, if you really think about it, I mean, again, he's the lion of Judah and he's the lamb of God. Mm -hmm. And so he's able to remember the woman that comes up and just touches the hem of his garment. Yeah. And he's so alert and aware of things. But he's also able to say when Peter says, oh, wait a minute, don't go to the cross. You know, that you don't need to go there. And he says, what? You know, get behind me, Satan. And he so he's able to confront and and correct and that's what I'm getting about uh, that, you know, so remember, I'm working with this couple that's getting nowhere. So they need to look at Jesus because he's able to add strength and sensitivity, right? They need to understand their strengths. That's number two, you know, um, it says God, first Corinthians, God has placed us in the body right where we're supposed to be. Um, but the problem for so many of us is even if we understand our strengths, a lot of times we can end up, you know, not really valuing the other person. And so that's really kind of the third thing that I had to do is I had to get them to bend, you know, you and in we fact, talk about that. Yeah. You use that analogy of architects who, yeah. you know, big buildings, tall buildings, yeah. uh, they yeah. put sway. Talk, speak to that. Well, 
you know, that's a great point. You know, architectural experts, what they do is with these huge buildings. So I worked at Moody in Chicago for five years. And right out my office window, I'm looking at the old Sears Tower, which is now called Willis Tower. Right. You know? Well, it's built so that it bends three feet from center at the top. Okay, that would freak okay. me out. That right would freak there. Me out I'm never going to the top, to the top okay. of that building again. Well, um, oh, think my about word. this. In, in California, all the buildings have to be built with this huge amount of sway. Now, it comes from the top with the wind in Chicago, but they're all building it in the bottom up in L.A. because of earthquakes. But whether it's bottom up, and so with this couple, what I'm getting at is what they were unwilling to do was, hey, it's my way or the highway. And mm. so when you can all of a sudden begin to help people realize, man, you know, this person that's so different than me can really uh, make a huge difference. Can I give you a quick example? Okay, Cindy and I are real different, you know, and I'm getting ready to buy a car just a little bit ago. So my what I normally do is I walk on the car lot and I say, hey, just take advantage of me and, uh, you know, charge me as much as you want. And I give me the worst car. On yeah, the just, lot. Yeah, well, I know what <laughs> car I want, but I know I'm going to get taken. Right. Well, Cindy is a beaver retriever, my wife. You know, she's real sensitive, but she's a great negotiator. So she calls me as I'm driving there and she goes, now, you're going to walk out at least once, aren't you? And I go, oh, yeah, I forget that part, you know. And she goes, come on, I'm going to ask you. So, so I walk in and I mean, I get the car. It's such a good, pro I mean, I'm sure I was still taken. Um, but the point is, is that, um, you know, it used to bug me like crazy that Cindy would ask me all these questions. You know, because beavers ask tons of questions. Right. And, you know, she wanted me to do things right and buy the book. And, oh, man, you know, well, just let's just switch banks. We don't have to balance <laughs> the checkbook, you know. But the more I've looked at her, see, when you bend, you change your position, you know, on how you look at people. Uh, remember Beauty and the Beast? And that great song is was the title song for Beauty and the Beast, which I won't sing. <laughs> um, but it's what, you know, just a little bend and all of a sudden everything begins to change for them. And so that's really one of the things that I started to do with this couple is to say, now, look, you know, doesn't have to be 180 degrees, but what's one way you can add softness to the guy? You know, what's one way you can add softness? And guess what I'm telling you, what broke apart things for them is he would start opening the car door uh -huh. for his wife. Or if they went to a restaurant, he'd pull out the, and just, I said, just, you got to do one small thing hmm. that shows that you value her, that shows softness. And then with her, I go, you have to stand up and say something. So she'd say, well, we need to talk about something. How about if we talk, instead of just sitting back, do you see? So we go through 10 ways in this book. How do you get stronger? How do you get softer? But it begins with being, I mean, neither of you deal with pride, right? I mean, neither of you yeah, right. struggle with bending, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we would uh, all say we have to struggle with pride at some point. Yeah. So I appreciate yeah. that though, John. John, Cindy, your wife, and yeah. Jean, my wife, sound very similar. Yeah. Beaver yeah. Bless and, their hearts. Yeah. 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 Beaver and, and golden retriever. Very yeah. kind-hearted. But the rules are the rules, and you better follow them. <laughs> I want to ask you this. Why do you think, with all the counseling that you've done, why do opposites tend to attract? Why do you know lion-otter people, like yeah. you and I are, we are attracted to the beaver golden retriever? 
Yeah. Well, generally, you know, I, I, well, generally, I think a big part of it is it's it's almost that missing part of ourself that we think, oh, my goodness, you know, all right, I'm good at this. And we take a look at them and we think, oh, you know, I would think with, with Cindy, you know, she was so organized. She was so detailed that you now, liked this it. Be- well, this is before we got married. Before she tried I to make in. you organized. That's exactly <laughs> right. And then the, she looked at me and goes, oh, he's so goofy and we're and does all this fun stuff. And that's going to be really fun but then she's starting to go do you ever get serious you know and um or why deal with problems i mean remember my mom was a rheumatoid arthritic and was in terrible shape physically so we didn't have problems she was too sick there were no problems you know single parent home i mean we had tons of problems but you couldn't talk about them so here's cindy so i think that's part of the thing we look at that other person but for within six months i'm telling you it can be all be gone and the very same things that attracted us are the very things that can push us away yeah and uh, And that i think that's the point i'm trying to make for the listeners who are struggling saying oh this is my marriage you know i can't communicate the way i want to communicate etc and your point is try to work on that opposite that you don't possess i mean it's interesting because i think we're attracted to that it's innate. I think God's given us that desire to have more of what we don't have, right? Yeah. Well, so if we're hard side people, yeah. you tend to marry a soft side person. Right. And but we think a lot of times, well, hey, I'm I'm a lion, that's just the way it is. They knew it coming in and I ain't changing. Well then forget Christ likeness. Well, because let, you yeah, see what I mean? Exactly. You, know, you hear this so often, you know, they go, well, I'm just an otter. I'm never going to balance the chest. It's not an excuse. Whatever strength God has given you, soft side, hard side. But I'm telling you, you move towards wholehearted love and you move towards that other person when you start really. And this is what Jesus did so well. He could do the most loving thing when that person most needed it. Yeah. So if you needed to be hard, you know, and that was my mom, rheumatoid arthritic. She couldn't physically discipline three boys, you know, rambunctious boys. But I'm telling you, she was strong when she needed to be, but she was unbelievably compassionate and caring. So we knew we were loved, but we also had the that discipline. And when you add softness to strength, man, if you want to get a bunch of friends, I can't even tell you how important this is for people that are feeling like they don't have friends, okay, is guess what, when you're saying, okay, Lord, I got your love inside me, strength and softness, you know, Lord, you know, you're so I want to love people like you. So I'm going to go see Lord, what can I do today to add softness or strength to somebody who needs it to step in and help them if they're struggling, or to really affirm them. You know, John, something in this really caught my attention. It was when you and Gary were writing the original manuscript, or thinking about it, your wives both said (laughs) no. I love this because this is so good. This is a great example of how to listen to your spouse. Yeah. Well, what did they say to both of you? Well, it was funny. You know, we had already written, you know, the blessing and we'd written the language. And we'd written a couple of books together. And we'd do the same thing every time. Two guys writing on marriage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's but, the yeah. point. But we would, uh, we'd take our wives out to dinner and we'd share the book concept and say, well, hey, here's a publisher. They want to do it. Okay. And what do you think? And so with the blessing, they were like, yeah, go for it. And then the language of love, you know, which is communication. They go, yeah, you can do that. And so then we take them out for the two sides of love. And we're doing this book with focus on the family. <laughs> Perfect. And um, so we do this great presentation. I mean, Fortune 500 quality. 
and um, we da 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 da. We're done, yeah. And we're thinking we're ready for the cheers, thumbs up. And uh, I remember Norma, who's awesome, you know, Gary's wife, looking at Cindy, and Cindy looks at Norma, and they go, "Well, we think this is a great book, softness and strength, and valuing differences." And really understanding why we're valuable, but, you know, using God's love to love. This is a great book. We just don't think you guys ought to write it. <laughs> oh, man. I love that oh zinger. Oh, Because. We're, we're, we're waiting for that. Because you're not Did practicing, I, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, and what it was was they said, <laughs> so how about this? How about you take six months? So I had to call. Uh, and I remember this is Rick Christian. And I don't know if you were. We had back to call here, Focus, yeah. back a long time ago here at Focus and said, well, we would love to do the book. Maybe, but in six months, we're on probation, six months probation. So in probation. six months, Prove we ourselves. took them back out to dinner and, you know, we go, well, Are we ready? And we got the thumbs up. <laughs> you know, and, I think that is great. That's a good way to function in that regard. Yeah. I would say it's amazing over time. Jean has become so much, uh, she has leaned a lot yeah. away from the rule orientation well, but and see, towards that's, relationship. But that's bending. You yeah. know, again, that's being willing to say, hey, I love you enough to add some yeah. strength. So instead of just spending the money, I'm going to we're going to save a little bit or I'm going to ask you before I go out and spend it. Or instead of just doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so that's hey, John, awesome. At the end here, you know, we've yeah. talked a lot in funny ways about personality, but some people are really hurting yeah. and they need some practical tools walking away. One thing they could do is certainly get the book. But what are one or two things people who are leaning either toward the hard side or toward the soft side can do today yeah. to begin changing that? Yeah. Well, I think one thing um, is realize that when you make that decision, and I'm telling you, I keep bringing up, you need to understand Jesus's love, hard side, soft side. Same thing in the book of Isaiah says, you know, the Lord, he comes in his strength. You know, Isaiah 40 verse 11 is, it says, and like a shepherd, he leads them. So he's the strong side, soft side, right? So once you get his love inside you, because you need his love to be able to put aside the pride to say, okay, I'm going to bend. Mm -hmm. But here's one real quick thing is when you do, when you bend towards, so like with Cindy, instead of, you know, just switching banks, when I said, let's sit down together and work on the checkbook kind of a thing, you know, just one small kind of a deal. Guess who sees it are yeah. the people around us. Yeah. Uh, John Trent, this has been great. This is, hey, uh, this is flown by. You. Here what we an are. Yeah. And the two sides of love, how to strengthen and balance your relationship, a great book. And it's been updated. Yeah. And uh, it's ready for a younger audience and great content, eternal content, really. I have one more question. It's an illustration that you uh, use in the book. It comes from the Chronicles of Narnia and describes that process of change. Wow. And I think that's a good place to end. What is it? Wow. Well, what you're talking about is, you know, Lewis was such a master of metaphor, and he was really talking about there was this guy named Eustace who was really useless, you know, and was a big pain and a problem, and he ends up getting turned into a dragon. Right. <laughs> now, that's not a good thing, right? And so he's weeping. He's finally broken. And so he takes his claw and he goes, well, wait a minute, I'm under here. I don't want to be a dragon anymore. Um, I want to get to the heart of things. So he takes his memories of dragon. So he's got a claw and he tries to cut off his skin, but it doesn't come off. And then all of a sudden there's this lion there who's Aslan, who's Jesus. And he has to bend down. So he has to bend, you know, and then Aslan, the lion, who's a, you know, beautiful Metaphor, picture yeah. of Jesus, you know, 
just tears and he says, you know, and it goes all the way to his heart and he steps out of that skin. And I, I think, you know, it's such a beautiful picture of saying, okay, Lord, I've tried this a dozen times, you know what I mean, to really like her, but I don't even like her anymore. And help me to understand, Lord, help me drop my pride. When I, I was so, you know, I used to be so ticked at Cindy for being, you know, a beaver with all those questions. And when I began to realize, oh my goodness, if I just invited her into the process, you know, I mean, right now we'd be living in a trailer down by the river. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's kept our, you know, with our kids, she's been so phenomenal. But it really took saying, Lord, okay, I can't turn her into me. She can't turn me into her. But change my heart. Yeah. Cut away whatever you have to, but help me to bend towards you and then really love her well. The two sides of love is really saying, Lord, help me to love like you. Yeah, and that's the point. You're a new creation in Christ. Yeah. And that's the first step to take if you have it. John, thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you. An honor. And Dr. Trent's book, once again, is called The Two Sides of Love, How to Strengthen and Balance Your Relationship. This is a great resource. It's been updated, and there's a lot more description of the personality types that we've discussed here. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller. We often talk about temperament styles and how those styles affect our interactions with people. But what Dr. Trent has illuminated so beautifully today is that we can ask God to help us bend a little towards our spouse or our friend, whoever it may be, so that we can love them well. I loved when John Trent said, the very same things that attracted us to our spouse can be the things that push us away. And in response to our loved one, to remember not to use our strengths or our love style as an excuse, but to be willing to say, I love you enough to bend. Wow, what brilliant insight and great advice. Dr. Trent's updated book, The Two Sides of Love, is available through our online store at safamily.co.za. Or you can give us a call on 031-716-3300. This is the groundbreaking book that introduced the four animal personality types, lion, otter, golden retriever, and beaver. And it will show you how to best demonstrate both sides of love in all your relationships with your spouse, children, and friends. Included in this updated edition is a free online assessment of your core personality type. For Focus on the Family Africa, I'm Graham Schnell. Thank you for tuning in today and be sure to join us next time when we'll once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.